really appreciate it. And uh, we've known each other for ever. Forever. <laughs> it feels like. And and you know all my friends. You know all my family. Well, uh, my in laws. Yes. And and you were recommended by my in law, and we got our first house, and it was an amazing experience because you've always been real from the beginning. You were. If a house was not correct or or, or valued correctly, because I think we got the house when it was, the market was very very. Um, I don't know what's the word for it. Um, it's more in a buyer's favor. Buyer's favors. There so you go. not all the homes though were great homes. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, because was it a foreclosure? Yes, it or was a foreclosure. That's what I thought. But it was moving ready. We're it paint was a carpet. Beautiful oh, yes. foreclosure. The rare ones that don't yes. come along that often. And I know I remember you mentioned that investors cannot be involved or they can't uh, offer any cash because it's a foreclosed home or At something like that. Time, At that time, the banks to help buyers out, mm-hmm. they started putting restrictions on some of the foreclosures. Mm-hmm. And for so many days, if a regular buyer did not make an offer, then the investors could come in and make an offer. But they wanted to give actual homeowners a chance at the homes before the investors. Do you remember the amount of time? At that? Most of the time, um, I don't really remember if there was a set time, but I want to say it was like two weeks or 14 days. Two weeks, 14 days. Mm-hmm. And I think I jumped on it right when it was posted because I, told, I remember just searching that morning at work and I immediately called you when I saw that house and just told you okay we got to go check this house this house out and my wife was still at work and yeah. we were facetiming around the house and she loved it and she said yay and, I, and then that's when you evaluated make sure we got the best deal best price and we move forward with it and i want to say thank you you're very Appreciate welcome it. <laughs> i do remember the schedules being a little off and many of facetiming and skyping yeah. just to while one looked at the home and the other couldn't be there yeah yeah but it all worked out. It did. I'm, I'm glad it worked out. And um, so, I mean, pretty much the podcast that we're wanting to do or, or the conversation I want to have with you is there's going to be a lot of people coming in from out of state buying their first home here in Texas. So the question I want to ask, but before we get into people who live here and want to buy their first home, I want to get into someone out of state coming in. How different is it for them to purchase a home here in Texas? So let's, for example, let's start with California. Yeah. So how's it different? Well, over the last few years, actually, we've dealt with a large number of out-of-state buyers. Yeah. Um, for the most part, the buying process, the biggest difference is how much time are they actually going to be here in the state to actually look and how much time will they have to be away? So normally if I've got clients who I know are out-of-state clients, Mm -hmm. they will usually tell me, we will be in town during this time. So we kind of only available during that that time. So I will dedicate my entire schedule to them at that point Mm -hmm. because I know they're only here for a window. Um, Right now, times are a little different. Our inventory is very, very low. So to be an out-of-state buyer and to – if you are a purchaser who needs to be in town, but you can only be here for a short window, your options 
of course, are going to be very, very small. Mm. Um, right now, our market, if it's a three-bedroom, two-bath, and you know, they your multiple offer. You just have to. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great for the sellers. The sellers love it. But I will mm-hmm. say a buyer right now, because inventory's so low, it gets tough. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to realize that in certain markets, because every city, every area is different. But the majority of the time, the day it hits the market, you have to go look that day. Yeah, that's true. It, it just reminds me of when I first got my, my first house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, I wouldn't say volatile, yeah. like the stock market, <laughs> but it's almost, almost is because, I mean, if you're dying for a house, it's almost yes. volatile. You, you really have to get on it. Uh, and you got to have a persistent uh, realtor, you do. I believe. Yeah, the is that right? main thing, though, that I don't think people realize is you've got, if you're doing a loan, you've got to have that in line. You've got to, um, I work with a great lender mm-hmm. and um, Denise Donahue, the mortgage nerd, mm-hmm. and they a lot of times, so I know other lenders do it as well, but they get you through underwriting up front. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you've already given them all your paperwork. You've already given them all the documents they need. So they're able to go ahead and look at everything so that when you do get contracted and you start the loan process, there aren't going to be any surprises. Mm -hmm. They're not going to all of a sudden find something and be like, oh, well, we can't move forward on the loan because of this or we need this from you. They already have everything. So you have to be a financially strong buyer because you will be competing. So you're trying to figure out is why should the seller pick my, Mm -hmm. you know, my offer? which is also why you want to have a great realtor like me mm-hmm. who That's correct. knows how to negotiate for you, how mm-hmm. to work the contract, because there's so much that's negotiable that people don't realize. And there's different ways you can write your offer that would maybe be more appealing to the seller that somebody else doesn't think to write their offer that same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about strategy <laughs> and being just, like I said, financially prepared. So if you're not a cash buyer, mm-hmm. Your finances, you just have to have that loan in place ready to go. You've got to be strong. And can you tell everybody um, how long have you been doing this? Um, I'm in my 16th year of doing this. Yes, I got my license back in 2004. Wow. How old is your first child? Um, My oldest is 18. Oh, so, yeah, you got your license right when... I was pregnant with my son, and I made the decision. Wow, must be scary. Must be scary. Uh, tell me a little story about your first few years. How how did it go? I mean, you know, you have two kids and uh, just starting out yeah. in this market um, or this new career. Well, luckily, I had enough people around me that had experience that knew. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't just like out there in the dark, not knowing. So I had resources and people I could reach out to that if I wasn't sure about something or I need something clarified, that they were able to help me. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, you jump in there and you just are going, hey, I know I'm a new agent. Somebody give me a chance. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny. My very first transaction was um, my childhood best friend. Oh. She moved away in fourth grade. And, mm-hmm. But we'd kind of stayed in touch through the years. And because of, you know, wonderful social media, mm-hmm. we had been able to get back in touch. And so she knew I was a realtor. Her and her husband were actually moving back to Texas and were looking for a home. And she was like, will you be our realtor? And I was like, yes, of course, <laughs> I will do this. <laughs> so um, she ended up being my very first transaction ever. That's great. And 
so I'm going to ju- I'm jumping all over the go place. For so. it. That's why I talk anyway, so go. <laughs> because for it. so so was this your uh, best friend's first home? It was. It was okay, and starting. So I'm sure whoever's watching this is probably haven't got a home yet, or they're they're thinking about getting a new home here, even if they're out of state. What are some steps that they can take before? Or, or just to get ready to purchase a home, their first home? So I am huge on educating my clients. Mm-hmm. That's massive to me. So whether they're here or whether they're out of state, my first step is always a consultation. Mm-hmm. I sit down and I explain the entire home buying process. Mm-hmm. I let them know what to expect, what kind of money you should expect out of pocket before you ever get to closing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that they don't have to pay any money or do anything until they get to the actual closing table to buy the home, but there is money up front you have to have. And so I go through the process of what to expect, what every step means and what's happening. Um, so once we get through that and I don't scare them away from buying a <laughs> home, um, our next step is always the lender, the finance side. Right. And so... Um, like I said, again, if you're not cash, you've got to get that finance set up. Mm-hmm. So those are the first two big steps. And the other reason the financing is so important is because if you start looking at homes and you don't know what price range you're comfortable in, one, you have to be approved within a price range. But two, my biggest thing is I want you to be comfortable with your house payment. Right. I'm not writing that mortgage check every month. You are. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that whatever that payment is, you're comfortable with. So we know let's only look for homes within a certain price range. Because if you start looking, you will fall in love with everything that's not in the price range you want. Mm-hmm. So the hardest thing ever is someone to go, but I love this home, and to go, but one, you can't afford it, or two, it's not in the range you told me you wanted to be in. Right. So you want to make sure you kind of stay in your lane, that mm-hmm. you stay in your comfort zone. Because there's so much out there. Yeah, yeah. So, no big purchases before? No big purchases. (laughs) Yeah, so my theory is when you decide that you're serious and you do want to start the home buying process, Mm -hmm. your life goes on hold. Yep. You are not to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I go through the steps and your big things are you don't make any big purchases. Um, don't charge your credit cards at all unless it's like, you know, a monthly occurrence like a Mm -hmm. toll tag or something like that here. Um, You also don't want to co-sign for anybody. Right. You don't want to have your credit pulled besides the lender. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't switch checking accounts. Stay with the same bank you have, even if they drive you crazy and do something horrible. Mm -hmm. Once you buy your home, then change banks. Yep. Um, You also don't want, even though the process is moving forward and it's two days before closing don't go buy a new car people do it don't do that (laughs) it's just super excited i want a new car at the driveway and most people think (laughs) oh we've already gone through the process everything's good yeah i can go ahead but if the lender pulls and sees that there's an inquiry you're kind of in trouble and you can't get your loan because your debt to income changes right so there's so many things that happen um, another big one that a lot of people don't realize, and especially when people kind of started freaking out early this year and pulling money out of the bank, mm-hmm. um, you can't put large amounts of cash into your account. We need yes. paper trails. We need to understand where your money comes from because if an underwriter is looking and all of a sudden you've made this large deposit of cash, we don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. And no matter what your excuse is, all we can do, because there's not a trail, is to assume it's, you know, some kind of illegal drug money. Yep, it's yep, kind of how yep. they view it. Because mm-hmm. they're like, you can't 
prove to me or show me where this money came from. Mm -hmm. So we can't consider it as an income. So um, another big one is don't pay off any debt until you've spoken to your lender. Because Mm. sometimes paying off debt hurts you more than helps you. Wow. And a big reason for that is they're needing to see that you actually have like established credit and that you're building it. And they're looking for different things. So sometimes a lender will tell you, hey, I need you to pay off whatever loan you have, or if you can pay a certain credit card down or things like that, they'll advise you and tell you what you need to do. Okay. But don't ever just do it because you think it's going to help you once you start the loan process. Got it. Got it. So you heard that, people. Just life on hold. Everything's on hold until you're advised <laughs> to pay this, pay that. So it's uh, thank you, Mindy. That's you're a very, 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 very helpful information. Do you want to add anything else uh, concerning first-time homeowners to, to watch out for, um, and especially in this market right now? Or, or, yeah, that and also what do you see in the future, in the next year or next few years, what's going to happen in We all wish the we could know what would happen in the next few years. <laughs> we all do. We all wish we had that crystal, that crystal ball. ball. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> as of right now, I mean, interest rates are great. Mm-hmm. Um, one big thing I like to say is, a lot of times it's younger couples or people who are looking to buy their first home um, and all of your family and all of your friends, everybody has advice. Everybody has opinions. Um, I do this every day. Mm-hmm. Your family has probably mm-hmm. bought a home once, maybe twice in their life. And it was probably, you know, five plus, 10 plus years ago. Yes. The market's very different. So they're going to want to give you advice, which is fine. You can listen, but understand I am a professional. Mm -hmm. I do this every day. Whatever Mm -hmm. advice I'm giving you or I'm telling you, because Mm -hmm. I am your realtor, (laughs) I'm as as honest as it gets. Oh, yes. Um, I don't like to, I'm not salesy. I don't like to try to, you know, convince you to buy something you shouldn't. So any information I'm giving you, if I'm telling you this is going to be the best price or this is probably what you're going to get for this home, I promise you, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. So, um... A lot of people think we can negotiate right now. If you are a buyer, there is no negotiating. Yeah. A lot of times you're going to end up having to pay above what the list price is. You have to pay for your own closing cost. So I know a lot of times people will say, oh, no, no, if you buy a home, the sellers will pay your closing cost. But well, in a buyer's market, you get a little bit of leeway. You can negotiate a little bit more to go, hey, you know, I'd love for you to pay some of my closing costs. We're in a seller's market. We have very low inventory. Right. There is no negotiating. Right. You have to come to the t- table. To the t- <laughs> you have to come to the table prepared, mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. know that, unfortunately, you are going to need to pay for all of your closing costs, any expenses. You know everything that's on you. Right. So, um, when people always ask to, you hear a lot. Oh, first time home buyer program. First time home buyer program. Essentially, what that means is you're probably going to go with what's called an FHA loan. Mm-hmm. And that's because you only have to put 3.5% down. And that is why it's considered a first-time homebuyer program because most people don't have a lot of money to put down into a home. Right. So that's why that program has been offered. Right. And, and there's a um, caveat to that. You are required to uh, get a mortgage insurance, which is added on top of your, Correct. your um, monthly and payment. A few years ago, they changed the loan process, Mm -hmm. and it used to be that once you reached 20% equity in your home, your PMI would fall off. Correct. They changed it, and now the PMI on an FHA will stay for the life of the loan, the full 30 years. Whoa! 
So, yes. Not good. So, <laughs> what most people do is they get into the home, you know, because mm-hmm. that's the only amount of money they have at the time. They're like, it just makes more sense financially to get in at 3.5%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they can, they refinance and switch it to a conventional Got loan. Got it. To get rid of the PMI. To get rid of the PMI, because that is the only way to get rid of it. Now, I heard a rumor where you can get a refund on your PMI for the amount of the duration of the time that you've paid for it. Is that true? I have never heard that. No? Okay. Um, I mean, I will say that, well, since I guess the loan process has changed, though, that if you already have an existing FHA loan before the law changed, um, you usually have to call your mortgage company and say, hey, I'm pretty sure I've reached my 20% equity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll send an appraiser out to make sure that it's there. Um, other times, depending on who your mortgage company is, it falls off. Um, it actually happened to me when I bought my home. You know, I bought an FHA years ago. Same here, yeah. Um, it fell off, and they did it. Well, my mortgage company actually realized that I had equity, pri- enough equity prior to the time they allowed it to fall off. So they actually cut me a check oh. for the time that it should have oh, been okay. there. So Got my it. equity fell off, you know, in like, let's say January. Well, they didn't knock it off to like, you know, March or something like that. And mm. so they were like, well, it should have been sooner. So here we owe you money. Right. And there's an option for uh, if you're if you're in this uh, current state or the situation, you can make a payment towards your principal to reach the 20%, so that way you can request to have the PMI removed. So that is something I recommend to all of my clients. Got it. Um, when you get a mortgage payment every month, you get the choice of whether you want to pay extra towards principal or towards your escrow account. Mm-hmm. That's, I know, a whole other conversation. I know. Yeah. But, um, Another day. Yes. So... What I always tell my clients, I'm like, as hard as it is to be an adult and be responsible sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, if you get a large tax return back, take some Mm -hmm. of that and put towards your principal only. Mm -hmm. So you're putting in equity towards your home. Mm -hmm. Um, The faster you get that paid down, the faster you pay off your home. You don't have to wait 30 years to pay off your home. You can pay it off as soon as you want if you have a loan that doesn't have any specifications. Most of those loans nobody does anymore but for the most part you can pay off your mortgage early yeah it's very very difficult to uh, be disciplined financially with (laughs) such a consumer society that we have here right now (laughs) during the holidays too if you are buying a home right now and you're getting these two percent interest rates Mm -hmm. you should have some extra money to be able because when i bought my home back in um, 2002 Interest rates were at 8%. Mm-hmm. That was normal. That wow. There was nothing about that. And I think people forget that. So when people hear, oh my gosh, interest rates are going to go up, it's okay. Yeah. It's, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we remember that our parents back in, gosh, the 70s and 80s, interest rates were 14%. Eesh. These were normal interest rates. I get, you know, times were different. The economy was different. But we have yeah. to understand that percentage rate to creep up to 5%, it sounds like, oh my gosh, that's a horrible interest rate, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, they're still great interest rates. Let me ask you this. What about people that already have a home, they've owned it for six, seven years, and they want to refinance, mm-hmm. and right now is the best time to refinance? 
Does that involve a lot of paperwork? Do you have to get their house appraised and all that? There are so many different options yeah, when you go yeah. to refinance your home. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times you can go back to your current mortgage company that holds your mortgage, who you make your payment to every month. A lot of those companies are willing to, you know, they want to keep your business, and so they're willing to do um, a refi for you. Some companies will waive closing costs. Some of them um, will waive an appraisal fee. So everybody's different. You mm -hmm. also have the choice to go to any lender you want because there could be lenders out there. Maybe the lender you use to purchase your home, maybe they have a, you know, a great program right now and can get you a great interest rate if you refinance with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes there are closing costs included. Again, you have options of just rolling that into your mortgage if you don't have that money on hand right now. Right. So that's also a great thing because you have to realize that I might not have the cash on hand to pay these closing costs. If I can roll them in, the amount of money I'm going to save every month on my lower mortgage payment, mm -hmm. I can, you know, I can pay towards paying that off. Yeah, true. Mm, that makes sense. Now, I have one more question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can send a hundred yeah, to I, me. We yeah. can be here all day. <laughs> yes, I know. And, uh, and, of course, I'll put your information so people can reach out to you and if, uh, if they have any questions, and uh, especially to your lender as well. Uh, I know right now it's t uh, troubling times. Uh, I want to ask you, and I'm, probably this is not going to be a lot of people out there who who wants a second home. Mm -hmm. If you can give me a scenario of one where if someone has a home right now, pretty they have some equity on it, but they want to get a second home. Say they want to rent out the first one. They, they of course they still have a balanced mm -hmm. uh, principal on there. How would that process work if they were wanting to get a second home? Um, that really is all in the hands of the lender. Lender, okay. They are going to be able to look and see financially, can you afford to keep that home and purchase a second home? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, every situation is different. Right. I know there's different, again, different loan programs out loan programs out there. That's why I'm the realtor, not the lender. Right, right. So mm -hmm. I don't want to overstep. But for the most part, if you are going to purchase a second home, um, the majority of the time you need to put 20% down. Got it. Um, like I said, there's different choices out there. I'm not sure what all of your choices are. But if you kind of go in with that knowing that I might need that 20%, mm -hmm. you kind of have a leg up on that. Cool, cool. I think uh, I think that's it. I mean, of course, this is just day one. Yes. I, I mean, I definitely want to have another podcast with you. And go more in depth with horror stories of a realtor <laughs> and the fun stories, the exciting stories, some inspirational stories. Uh, those those are the things that I want to hear, uh, or I'm sure people want to hear. Um, to end it, I want to ask you, what's one, since we're already talking about this, what's one inspirational story that you can tell about one of your clients without, of, of course, releasing any names and stuff. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> like like a moment where you're like, oh, I'm so glad you got this house or it's so great. And I do think, I, I mean, I always love it when, if a deal falls through somehow mm -hmm. and we're able to bring it back. Uh -huh, yeah, um, okay. I've had a couple of those. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I just get excited. 
anytime I hand over the keys and we're like, oh, oh my yes. gosh, it happened, it happened. Yes, yes. Um, but I guess one of the first ones that happened for me were some clients, they actually um, were wanting to build a home from the ground up. So when you're building a home, you're usually about a six month period from the time you start to the time the home finished. I will say that's not what happens now. Mm -hmm. The market's a little different. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. again, another topic. <laughs> um, yes. But typically it's six months. And we were getting closer to closing and they had some things happen in their life that they weren't real sure that they wanted to proceed or that they were going to be able to finally get their financial approval and be able to buy the home. Mm -hmm. So it was with a very heavy heart that they decided to pull out and not buy the home. Oh, yeah. And um, we talked about it in length. And I was like, this is about you. You know, this isn't about me. If you don't feel right about buying this home, then don't do it. So they walked away, and I don't yeah. remember if it was just like a month later. Yeah. They yeah. came back, and they were just like, okay, I think we're ready. Well, the builder had not sold their home, the one that they picked everything on. You know, it was their home. They handpicked carpet, mm. you know, tile, all that stuff. So they really, really wanted it. So, but of course, the builder had raised the price Thanks. because they're from the time they're you know, from the time they started that home to now, they're like pricing has gone up on yeah, many yeah. things. But I was able to go back to the builder, talk to them, negotiate, and they were able to go back and purchase the home for the same price that they were originally That's contracted big... for. Wow. That's incredible. So yeah. yeah. That one was a pretty that one was a good one. That yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. And the funny thing is the more you sell I mean Correct me if I'm wrong. The, the higher the price is, the bigger the commission for you. Is that correct? Correct. See? And you didn't go for the higher price. That's I amazing because, do. Mindy, you're amazing. <laughs> I know you are. You're real. You're the real realist. Or what is it? The realest realtor there is. <laughs> yes. It's, you know, and it's not, and I always say this, Mike, you know, every realtor's different. Every person's different. For me, I truly do this for my clients. Oh, it's, yes. You know, I, I feel that. Well, I feel that. Thank you. I, feel I that. always tell my clients, I'm like, I don't ever want you buying a home and regretting it and being so upset with me and being like, why did she let me get this home? Yeah. I want you to be happy, yeah. you know, and I want you to love it. I want you to love it so much that you send all your friends and family to me. <laughs> um, I mean, because 98% of my business is referrals. That's how I've survived for 16 years yeah. is having happy clients who are happy enough to send their friends and family to me yes yes and i i definitely agree that uh you're, you're just amazing you're an amazing realtor and i appreciate what you've done for me and for all the people that i that i know and that you're going to continue to be successful and i really appreciate you coming by i really do of course. did did you want to say anything to the listeners or anything just you want i mean i could tell them a million things mm -hmm. um i would just say um and it's kind of an across the board, but respect your realtor. We're yeah, humans. Yeah, we have lives. Yeah. Um, if we can't run out the door to show you a house right that second when you want to see it, mm -hmm. please don't call another agent. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't, you know, we're we're working for you. Yeah. We're trying to help you. And we don't get paid until we make it to the closing table. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think a lot of people think we're salary or that we're getting money as we go. No, it's all of our own pocket until yes. we get to that table. 
Yes. So that's gas money. It I mean, is. Gas is cheap right now, but wait till the gas prices gas go back and up. Tolls Ooh. and just time yes, that's right, and energy. Time. You know, if you if you end up calling somebody else because I couldn't get you at that moment, mm-hmm. I've now lost out. Yeah. I you know so it's just it's just be yeah. respectful. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like in this day and age with the internet and everything and people think that they know everything because it's at their yes. fingertips. I think we've all learned not everything on the internet's true. Correct. So. <laughs> yeah, and there's no prime shipping of realtors or <laughs> instant gratification. Yes. There's you, you just you just got to be patient and you'll get the best deal when it comes to Mindy. I got to I promise you that. Well, thank you. I appreciate yes, that. No problem. <laughs> All right, well that's it. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thanks again. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it, Mindy. All right, you take care. Thank you.